This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Wrestling fans, and welcome to the studios of the Old Bakery as we get ready to give you another exciting week here at the Hamburg All-Stars. I am your host, Mr. Luke Jennings, hoping the podcast finds you fine and dandy here in November. Please do not forget to subscribe here on our button, on our home, the place to be wrestling network, and with great shows such as NWA Saturday Special, PTBN's main event, Nation, to, Nation Invasion, Highway to the Impact Zone, the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, Monday Night Project, and many, many of the great shows brought to you on a near daily basis. You can follow the network on Twitter at PTB and Wrestling. And don't forget to follow our sister network, the North South Connection, again available on all good podcast suppliers. And they bring you such great shows such as New Gen on a Mission, Wrestling Warzone, Alacat with Keithy, Extreme Three Way Dance, Cronoso, and many, many other great shows. You can follow those guys on Twitter at Noso Pod Network. You can also find them on YouTube, just search North South Connection on YouTube. And then you can find us on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash at MemphisCast. Allows you to watch uh, anything. Allows you to watch anything that we've got on there, be it Memphis, uh, Detroit, bit of Japan, a few other things. Um, and then when you're out and about online, please visit whenitwascool.com for podcast articles and much more on retro pop culture, comics, wrestling, movies, TV, toys, history and more. And also the historyofww.com allows you to research anything from WWE to WCW to ECW to TNA to Ring of Honor. They've got. You can look at things by years. You can look at things for house shows at certain arenas. You can look at title histories, TV shows, anything you want. You can find it over there. The history of WWE dot com. This week on the show, we're covering the seventeenth of January nineteen seventy six. Last week, we covered the first, the tenth of January nineteen seventy six, where we saw Young Devils, Big Cats, Bobo, and much more. Before we head down to ringside, let's give you a brief look around to see what's been happening around the rest of the wrestling world. On the eleventh of January nineteen seventy six, Toronto, Canada, Maple Leaf Gardens, NWA World Champion Terry Funk defeated Stan Stasiak. The Sheik defeated Spiros Aron. The Crusaders defeated the Wild Man and Baron Von Krupp via disqualification. Lord Athol Lighton and Duncan McTavish defeated Don Kent and Reginald Love. Dominic Danucci and the Beast defeated Gito Mongol and Terry Yorkston. Sweet Daddy Seeker defeated Chris Tolos. Mark Lewin defeated Kurt Von Hess. Ernie Ladd defeated Lou Klein. Chris Markoff defeated Carl Von Brauner. The next day, on the 12th, WWWF holds a show in Madison Square Garden. 22,092 fans witness Superstar Billy Graham defeating WWWF champion Bruno Sammartino by countout. WWF Tag Team Champions Tony Parisi and Louis Sedan defeating Ivan Koloff and Spiros Aron. Ernie Ladd defeated Gorilla Monsoon due to blood stoppage. Dominic Danucci defeated Bugsy McGraw via disqualification. Ivan Putski defeated Crusher Jerry Blackwell. Kevin Sullivan battled Frank Monty to a draw. Baron McCall Cicluna defeated Francisco Flores. Pat Barrett battled Pete Sanchez to a draw. In Memphis, Tennessee on the 12th, Tommy Gilbert and Bearcat Brown defeated the interns in a no-disqualification match to win the Southern Tag Team titles in a match where Tommy Gilbert's hair was on the line if his team lost. And then finally, on today's date, the 16th of January 1976, Yava Rook, the future Johnny Rods, wins the annual Los Angeles Battle Royal, last eliminating Porkchop Cash to win. If you listen to the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast, you will know that Porkchop Cash is in 1983 Memphis, so Porkchop Cash has been a while for quite a, been around for quite a while. But ladies and gentlemen, oh sorry, and then sorry, finally we've got 17th, 17th today's the 17th, today's the 17th, I do apologise ladies and gentlemen, finally 17th, Jesse Ventura defeats Jimmy Snooker for the Pacific Northwest title. So, notwithstanding, let's head down to ringside to see what Vince and Antonino have got for us on today's show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode three of the Hamburg All-Stars as we cover the 17th of January 1976. Please enjoy! 
the feature match involved Bugsy McGraw meeting your good friend, the Polish power, Ivan Putski. Well, you know, you know who will be the winner, eh? I'm going to root for Putski because he's a fine, fine chap, as they call it in London. And he's a fine, he's a terrific, 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 tremendous shape. I think you're going to have a hell of a match. <laughs> I'm sure we will. There are going to be some great matches here this week on All-Star Wrestling. And we'll be right back with the opening contest as we continue in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, we have got Ivan Putski versus Bugsy McGraw as our feature match, but we've got four other matches. We're going to be seeing those today. Just a quick heads up. This episode is the 17th of January. When you join us next time, we will be fast forwarding to the 28th of February, 1976. So There's going to be a big chunk of time missing, but we will do our best um, to endeavour to do a, go into a bit of research and find out what's happened around the rest around the wrestling world and also WWF if there's been any title changes or anything like that but uh, that's what's going to be happening next time you join us ladies and gentlemen this is all-star wrestling promoted by Phil Zatchel supervised by the State Athletic Commission Zach Clayton is chairman the secretary Bob Patterson and the officials assigned by the State Athletic Commission, Chief Deputy Commissioner in Charge, Nick Santoro, the doctor in attendance at ringside, Dr. Fred Heinbach, the timekeeper at the bell, Mike Mittman, and the referees for this hour of wrestling, we, Willie Weber, and Dick Worley, and my name is... Joe McHugh. Ladies and gentlemen, the opening contest, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Introducing in the corner to my right from East Providence, Rhode Island, weighing 245 pounds, Silvano Souza. Here, just ready to step into the ring with his manager, the colorful Grand Wizard of Wrestling. Here he is, ladies and gentlemen, from Paradise Valley, Arizona, weighing 275 pounds. Here is that superstar, Billy Graham. Superstar Billy Graham, set to take on Silvano Susan. Superstar Billy Graham coming up wearing a lovely uh, fur hat and uh, look like a leopard skin uh, waistcoat. Very uh, elaborate outfit here by the superstar. He's also wearing yellow and black leopard print tights, black boots, managed by the Grand Wizard, Ernie Roth. And his... Uh, Dazzling sparkly turban and uh, sunglasses. The ring attendant on the outside getting the uh, outfit from Mr. Billy Graham. Billy Graham showing off the guns, wiggling the bums. Beautiful bleach blonde hair by Mr. Graham. Showing off those 22 inch pathons, brother. Showing off the pectorials. Showing off the lats, the dats, the quats, the bats, and the slats. Crowd are uh, pretty dead. <laughs> he's wearing green boots, he's wearing green buff, he's wearing black boots, he's wearing green boots. We Willie Weber are the referee. Lovely, lovely Casio gold watch there on uh, the Grand Wizard. Love, beautiful watch there that the Grand Wizard is wearing. Silvano Souza, New Jersey native, is the opponent. Blue and red singlet. Black boots. We Willie Webber's wearing the uh, black and white striped referee top. Colin Webber top. Billy Graham pushes Souza into the ropes. Oh, smashes him with a forearm smash. Runs him headfirst in the top turnbuckle. We saw Souza last week as well, or last time I believe. And he's ran headfirst. Oh yeah, he uh, didn't he team with someone against uh, Bobo or Ernie? Ernie, Ernie lad. Oh, some knees to the side of the head now by Billy Graham. Kicking away now on Souza. 
we Willy Weber doing nothing to break the hold, nothing to apply an account. These referees are very lenient here in the WWWF. Excuse me, this is not a time where you just see Earl Hepner trying to get in the camera and trying to break up a, a pinfall or a disqualification manoeuvre like we do on the Monday Night Project. Crowd is a mix of uh, men, women, can't see very many many other people than white. Oh, there's a, there's a couple of African Americans in the front row there and in the second row. I do I do hope I'm a, um, that is the right terminology. I do apologise if, uh, if that is not. Oh no, Sylvanus Souza got his foot caught in those loose ropes. Oh! Billy Graham now picks up the uh, cardboard like ring mat, drops it over Souza. We saw someone get counted out. Was it Kevin Sullivan got counted out in that tag match last week? Souza rolls in. Billy Graham picks him up and whips him hard into the turk corner. The hamburger field house here, very quiet. Irish up again now by... Oh, bear hug, bear hug by Billy Graham, bear hug by Billy Graham. Susie giving up, is he giving up? He gives up, Susie gives up. Susie gives up the power and strength of Billy Graham, wrapped around the back of Sousa. Those 22 inch pythons gripping you, strangling the life out of you. Susie Billy Graham now got him on the ropes. Grand Wizard distracts the referee. And Susan's down. <laughs> Here's the time on that rope. Three minutes and 34 seconds. Here is the winner, that superstar, Billy Graham. An extraordinary athlete, an extraordinary wrestler, superstar Billy Graham continues his winning ways. And the question is, can anything stop this man? We'll be right back with Ivan Putski as he takes on Bugsy McGraw. Ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit in the ring at the present time from the Bay Area of San Francisco, weighing 317 pounds. Here is Bugsy McGraw. And here, we're just coming down the aisle The crowd going bananas here for the puts. Bugsy McGraw being accompanied to the ring by uh, Lou Albano, Grand Wizard, and Uncle Ivan is here. Uncle, Uncle Ivan Koloff. Ivan Putski by himself. He's not entirely happy about uh, them being three other people at ringside. Dick Worley's trying to get some people out of the ring. Someone's brought a fucking air horn in. 1926, an air horn? What the fuck's going on here? Bugsy McGraw looking uh, big and impressive as always. Ivan Putski's going back. Hold on, is he going to get somebody? <laughs> Ivan Putski may be going to um, even the odds. Lou Albano not happy about this. Cigarette in hand. Uncle Ivan congratulating Bugsy McGraw. They think Bugsy's won the match. Is that, is that bloke in that white shirt? Is that, is that Gorilla? That fucking looks like... That looks like Gorilla. He's there. We know he's there because we read his name. Is that, that, look, that hairline looks like Gorilla. The stature looks like Gorilla. And Ivan Putski's back and he's brought some friends. He's brought the WWF, WWF Tag Team Champions. Tony Parisi and Luis Sedan with him. Albano, Wizard and Koloff not happy about this. It's 
now one on one in the ring and fair enough on the outside just about Buxie McGraw getting wild up the crowd getting behind Ivan Putski the Polish power Chish so we're now down to one on one in the ring Ivan Putski black trunks black boots look at the size of this man he is pumped he is uh, built like a brick shithouse Buxie McGraw red and black tights red boots black, sorry black boots Bell is rung and we are underway. Ivan Putski is, is uh, mouthing off to Albano and Wizard. Full head of hair here for Mr. Putski. Going over top. Neither man goes anywhere. Going over top. Neither man goes anywhere. Crowd getting behind Putski. Can't have out. Both men jostling. Oh, shove off by Bugsy. Neither man goes anywhere. Both men circling. Both men circling over top. Tying up again. Ivan Putski was actually born in uh, Krakow, Poland. He's been wrestling at this point for eight years. He is 35 at this point. Josef Bednarski, his real name. Ivan Putski, his wrestling name, former bodybuilder. Both men still circling, neither man going anywhere on the power manoeuvres. Putski set to tie up again with Bugsy McGraw. Both men going for a Khan Nebo by the looks of it, and they do. Khan Nebo, side headlock by Putski. Power of the man, Putski could uh, squeeze the head of Bugsy McGraw off here. Bugsy struggling. Bugsy Bugsy is struggling. You can see the, uh, the pain in his face as he's getting squeezed by the big Polish power. Albano not happy. Bugsy trying to get out of this, but he can't. Voice like grip of Ivan. Oh, he does. Hammerlock. Nice hammerlock reversal by uh, Bugsy. That's the dog. That's Eric. He's got an opinion on everything. Hammerlock still with Bugsy power and Putski down to one knee. Because he's got a slight weight advantage, slight height advantage as well. Dick Whirly in there checking, make sure the hold is being applied legally and making sure Ivan doesn't want to give up. Ivan's back up to his feet. Trying to power out of this. If anyone can, Ivan can. Ivan's powering out of it. Oh no, Bugsy just had enough. He had the height advantage there just to lever it back down. Grand Wizard and Lou Albano are very happy with uh, what Bugsy's doing here. Putski still down to one knee. Trying to power out of this. He's up to what? He's up to both feet. Oh, power. Pure power there by Ivan Putski. Bugsy goes flying out of the hold. Bugsy doesn't know what to do. Lua Banner giving him some advice. I think he's telling him, telling him to pull the hair. I think Albano's telling him to pull the hair. Oh, double axe behind. Bugsy now was working over Putski in the corner. Lefts and rights, lefts and rights. Whips him corner to corner. Hard. Comes in with a stump. And a stump. And a stump. Big right hand by McGraw. Pushes the referee away. Big right hand to Putski. Putski turns him around now. Putski now slapping and punching Bugsy McGraw in the corner. Pushes the referee away. Oh, good lord, this is going to end. I think this, is gonna, this isn't going to go well. Bugsy McGraw. Oh, Bugsy McGraw now pushes the referee away. Ivan Koloff now coming in the ring. Ivan Koloff in the ring. This is it. This is it. This is over. Ring the fucking bell. Ding, ding, ding. 
Albano's in there throwing lefts and rights. Tony Parisi, Luis Sedano in there attacking Koloff. Grand Wizard just stands on the outside giving directions. Luis Albano attacking Parisi. Sedan attacking Ivan Koloff. Holy moly. <laughs> Luis Albano selling those punches. No bumping, just selling. Here comes Bobo Brazil. Bobo Brazil's in there now attacking Ivan Koloff. Bobo Brazil now in there attacking Bugsy McGraw. Right back. Bugsy McGraw down and out. Ivan Koloff going out. Bobo Brazil came in and evened the scores. Holy moly. Everybody here at the arena up on their feet. McGraw holding his head. Where Bobo really gave him a hard coconut butt. Bobo opens the ropes, wants him to come back in. find out what the official result is. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in six minutes and 32 seconds, the referee has disqualified both wrestlers. He has declare, declared the bout a draw. Okay, you bum! You want the flat foot of us? Come on, huh? We have fought and fought. Hey, bring them back. Yeah, come on. We have four men there. You yellow dog. You see, that's how they fight. Four on one, huh? I have my good friends, the champions, the French, Italian connection, and they come in and help. Hey, come on, Mr. Albino! Hey, Lou! Well, I don't think Mr. Albano's going to be coming back. What so, guy? What kind of power? You bet Polish power indeed. We'll be right back as we continue in just a moment. Ladies and gentlemen, out here with Louis Sardin and Tony Parisi just took off uh, in the direction of the dressing room where Louis Albano was out there. And that's one man, Louis, who, well, just a few moments ago, uh, really uh, just created all kinds of havoc. Well, this is another example of what these guys, I can't say with all the wrestling talent that they possess, that they have to stoop solo and do something like they have just done. There was a match going on, pretty evenly matched between Bugsy McGraw and the Polish power himself, Ivan Putski, and Koloff had to jump in through the instigation of Lou Albano and that other one there, the weasel, whatever you call him. I don't, I can't see this. Now, if these guys are wrestlers and they're as good as they think they are, well, then they should let what, what's going on happen the way it's supposed to happen, not jump in the ring and interfere and all this and all that. I mean... We don't fight that way. We want, this is called wrestling. We'll wrestle them under our terms because under these terms, no way will we want to wrestle them. Of course, uh, that's really not wrestling under the terms we just saw a moment ago. There's no uh, rhyme, no reason. Actually, uh, it was uh, puzzling as to why Ivan Koloff came out with uh, Bugsy McGraw to begin with, Tony. Well, you know, these guys, uh, they always step in, uh, in the ring. Uh, they never mind their own business. Now, you know, Lou Albano has a grudge against us for one reason. He claims and he goes around telling everybody that we stole the belts. Well, believe me, uh, Vince, we didn't steal the belts. We worked hard for him, and uh, finally we got the match against the Blackjacks, and we worked so hard and we promised the fans that we're going to come through with it, and thanks to God that we did. And believe me, like I said before, it takes teamwork, it, tes it takes intestinal fortitude, and it takes uh, time because time what we needed we got together we got our stuff together and uh, we came through now that we're champions this is only the beginning because the fans are very responsible for our belts and we're going to keep the belts as long as we can because we're doing it for the fans and actually we're doing it for ourselves to keep that belt the uh, tag team championship as a thing that's a prestige to us and a prestige to all the fans no doubt about that it's one of the most prestigious uh 
championships uh, anywhere around in the world. And the tag team championship, uh, you fellows are going to be defending very shortly against, uh, I'm sure, all comers. And we just saw a few moments ago, you saw Bugsy McGraw and Ivan Koloff. They're very good friends. There's no doubt about well, that. You could be facing them. As you well, very well know, Vince, we have an open contract because we want to prove to the people that we're not paper champions. We'll wrestle anybody. The only thing we hope and we pray that we don't have to put up with Lou Albano all the time coming in the ring because it's going to happen. One day, sooner or later, somebody's going to get to him. And I sure wish it'd be us, and we'll bust him wide open because this guy, we have to get rid of him. Guys like Albano, Blasi, all these guys, if, they, if they're men, they're as good as they say they are with their 22-inch arms and 60-inch chest, well, then they don't have to come and jump in the ring and help them. Now, the challenge is open. Open contract, any team, sign them up, we'll meet them under our terms. Well, I'm sure you will. You've always been uh, fighting champions, and uh, I'll tell you the way that uh, the fans here have been behind you, Tony, it's, it's really been phenomenal, and I know that's one of the reasons that continues to gives you that momentum. Well, uh, it does, uh, Vince, because this is the uh, wrestling capital of the world, and uh, right now we have the toughest, the toughest and the meanest and the most in shape talent in the world right now. We have men like Superstar, we have a man like Koloff. If they tag these two together, we're going to have something in our hands, believe me. These guys are superstars in the wrestling field. And uh, then they got this uh, quacky quack here, uh, what's his name, Bugsy McGraw. And they got, I mean, we got... Uh, Louis Sears, Louis Sears uh, Crusher Blackwell. Well, so we have a lot of talent uh, that's uh, going to come against us. And uh, uh, everybody's invited to our belt. There's no... Uh, there's no doubt in my mind, but uh, like I said before, Louie and I always work out two, three uh, hours a day, and uh, we don't uh, relate just in one sport in wrestling. Uh, we play handball, we play racquetball, and uh, we do all types of exercise. Uh, we uh, train with the weights, and uh, plus we do calisthenics, and this is what keeps us in shape. We need the endurance, we need the stamina, we need the uh, balance, because wrestling, uh, as everybody knows, it's a hard field, and uh, to keep uh, this up, Four or five times a week average in wrestling, you have to keep in shape. No doubt about that. And the one thing that you have that I don't think any possible tag team combination could, could ever have, and that is the teamwork, uh, the unity that you and uh, Tony possess. Well, it's teamwork, and it's also trust. And you have to like your partner. And I trust Tony, and he trusts me. And when we get in there, whether it's me or Tony, we do our best. I'm sure you do, and I'm sure you'll continue to do the best of best of luck Thank to you. you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, the fashion plate of wrestling, Fred Blassie. This next contest, ladies and gentlemen, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Here in the corner to my left from the Yukon, weighing 285 pounds, Lewis and in the corner to my right from Puerto Rico, weighing 220 pounds, Johnny Rivera. Johnny Rivera, giving away quite a bit of size and weight and possible undoubtedly strength to Luis Sear. Rivera, though. Quicker, a little more agile probably than Lewis here, and those are the assets he must rely on should he... Uh, back, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Rivera going up against Luis Sia, managed by the very purple Freddie Blassi. Luis Sia wearing his uh, red and black singlet, white boots. Johnny Rivera, white trunks, white boots, waiting for uh, Fred Blassi to get out of the ring. Freddie Blassie trying to give Louis Sears some final instructions. Blassie getting in the face of the referee about something. Not entirely sure what. Johnny Rivera chewing Freddie Blassie out of the ring. Johnny Rivera ready to wrestle. They're complaining about something. They're pointing at something. I don't know what's going on. But the bell is rung and we are underway. Pretty much, you know, being counted out of the ring, and he's out. Final instructions again by Blassie on the apron. Not sure what all this commotion's about, but both men are now circling. Luis is going to have the strength and power here over Johnny Rivera. Shove off by Sia. 
Johnny Rivera. He's got a nice JR emblem on his uh, trunks. He's a pro there, brother. I've been circling again. Lucy again, pointing and talking to Freddie Blassie. Colin Elbow. Hip throw by Louis Sear. Picks up Rivera. A reverse chin lock. And a oh, hip throw again. Good Vince. And a third hip throw. The uh, Yukon native was in control, but now Johnny Rivera with a full arm dragon twist. Followed by an arm bar. Louis Sear powers his way out. Oh, throws Rivera head first at the top turnbuckle. Backbreaker, backbreaker by Louis Sear. Louis Sear with a backbreaker. Oh, hooking Johnny Rivera under his throat, under the top rope. Holy moly. Oh, drops him from a great height. Cover. One. Two. Pulls him up, pulls him up. Oh, big chop by Sear. Down goes Rivera. As I'm recording this, ladies and gentlemen, um, any football fans out there, you will know Bobby Charlton, Sir Bobby Charlton, has just it's been, been announced that he's passed away for England and Man United legend, especially in Man United, Sir Bobby Charlton. He died at the age of 86 as I'm recording this today. One, two, pulls him up again, does Louis Sear. Soccer fans, you football, you English football fans out there. Rest in peace, Sir Bobby Charlton. Louis Sear pulling the uh, fish hooking Johnny Rivera here. Doesn't in front of the referee, referee admonishes him. One, two, three, breaks a throw. Oh, near the back of Rivera. Pretty uh, Blassie, very happy with his man's work. Big, Big forearm smash by Louis here. One, two, pulls him up again. Vince not happy with what Louis here is doing. What do you think of all this, Antonino? Well, the guy, you know, he's trying to abuse of his strength. And uh, I don't believe it's a kind of a sport. Irish up there by Louis Sear. Hard goes Johnny Rivera. Irish up now by the Canadian. And bear hug, bear hug, bear hug. And then smashes him into the corner. Pick up again, bear hug again. Two men now with bear hugs in the uh, WWWF. Louis Sear picks him up. Drapes him over the top turnbuckle. Just puts him across. Uh, what's he going to do now? Oh, knee to the back. Down goes Rivera. One, two, no, picks him up again. Disgustingly, that disgusting, as an older Vince would say. <laughs> oh, Johnny Rivera now firing up. Johnny Rivera with some right hands, kicks. Oh, Lucy, Lucy will just one big right into the gut, and down goes Rivera. Head first into the top turnbuckle. This a case, Antonino, of a good little man against a good big man. Well, you know, this here is a powerful man, no question about, you know, and uh, he's abusing uh, of himself, you know, because uh, if you got a chance to beat him, I believe in any sport, you beat him, beat him, but... Whoa! Words of wisdom there by uh, Antonino Rocca. So suplex there by uh, Louis Sear. This match has gone on way too fucking long. Way too long. Oh, forearm. Uppercut there by Louis Sear. Picks up Rivera. Irish rip now by Sear. Oh, big boot. Jesus Christ. Hogan-esque big boot there. Johnny Rivera had nowhere to go as he came off the ropes. And a beautiful side. Ballet to side suplex. Lucy picks it once again over the shoulder. He goes and shoulder breaker. 
Lucier was a one knee. One, two, three. Your winner, Lucier. Well, this match quite a contrast to the previous match we just saw with Ivan Putski and Bugsy McGraw. So, Louis Sear chalks up another victory here on All-Star Wrestling. Here is the time, five minutes and 48 seconds. It is the winner, Louis Sear. Louis Sear victorious. We'll be right back with the Russian bear, Ivan Koloff, so stay with us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, it is scheduled for one fall with a 10-minute time limit. Here in the corner to my right from New York City, weighing 230 pounds, Pete McKay. And here in the corner to my left with his manager, that fearless Captain Luke Albano, from Moscow, Russia, weighing 280 pounds, the Russian bear, Ivan Kola. And Shevakola, Shevakola, along with Ivan Koloff, is Koloff here, taking on Individual making his second appearance on All-Star Wrestling. Pete McKay. Bell rings, action set to begin as McKay takes on Ivan Koloff. Back in the ring, Pete McKay going up against former WWWF World Champion, the Russian Bear, Uncle Ivan Koloff. Pete McKay, black singlet, black boots. Ivan Koloff, black singlet, red boots. Getting some instructions from Captain Lou. Dick Whirly wants Albano out of the ring. Albano gets out of the ring. Bell is rung, both men circle. Both men uh, measuring each other up. Over top, go behind into a schoolboy boy oven. One, no, Pete McKay gets the ropes. Ivan Kolov still with a uh, pinning combination here. Pete McKay keeps getting his shoulders up. Ivan Kolov now oh, stomps the gut. Big red boot. Picks up McKay. Oh, big kick to the chest by Ivan. Now with a uh, claw hold on the gut. Claw hold to the abdomen. A little bit more speed than five years ago. And he's a very impressive in his performances lately, you know. Uh, we're going to give a credit. Perhaps we got a new system of training because... Okay, you can see he moved a little faster than four or five years ago, General. Maybe perhaps he lost a little bit of strength, you know, because when you start to go with speed, perhaps, I believe, I don't know, he lost a little bit of his uh, brutal strength, but he's a very, very fast, and he's a brutal. Inside, he's a very mean character, believe me. Well, with Lou Albano around uh, by your side, I don't think he could do be anything but uh, brutal. <laughs> That's the trouble. What do you think about Bruno Sammartino? Do you think he's the same man as he was uh, some five years ago? Oh, absolutely, General. Absolutely. And he's mature, you know. He's uh, smarter than five. Ivan still with that claw hold on the abdomen. Absolutely. A great champion. No question about it. Pete McKay. If I had to tell you what I think about you, Captain, you know what's going to happen? They're going to put a censorship in the television. Lou Albano and Anthony having a uh, having a mouth off. Pete McKay getting whipped in the corner. Big back body drop goes McKay. Ivan off the ropes. Drops a knee across the abdomen. Pete 
Ankalovan, one of the very few people to get a victory over Bruno San Martino, especially in this era of wrestling. Not many people had beaten uh, Bruno cleanly, or not by count, you know, not many people had gotten him in a sort of no, no count out or no disqualification ruling. Alvin Koloff now stalking Pete McKay. Also, Alvin Koloff would still be prevalent in 1986, 10 years after this, so uh, in JCP. And there's that area, 1988, he was sort of teaming with um, Krusha and uh, Russian assassins and that kind of thing. He was he was there sort of, I think, when JCP got took over by Ted Turner, I think, in like 88, he was there. He was still wrestling. Oh, double stomp by Koloff. Picks up McKay. Big cat, six feet nine inches of Ernie Ladd. Picks him up and backbreaker. Goes to the cover. No. Drops it. Opo. Yes, again, this match has gone on way too fucking long. And another elbow by Koloff to the midsection. Ivan off the ropes. Oh, drops the knee across the abdomen. Ivan Koloff very happy with his work here. He's doing it in the squared circle. Nope, picks him up. Stomps again. Come on, Ivan. Put, put pay to this. Ivan Koloff now going to the top turnbuckle. Holy moly. And drops the knee across the abdomen from the top rope. Brutality. One, two, three. Your winner, Uncle Ivan. Pete Sanchez is going to be scheduled up next. Fire a young man with speed, with agility, with a great deal of ability. And he'll be taking on six feet nine inches of the self-professed king of professional wrestling, Ernie Ladd. It is the time, five minutes and 12 seconds. It is the winner of the Russian Bear, Ivan Koloff. Ivan Koloff. Victorious once again. We'll be right back with the Sanchez lab match, so stay with us. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this next contest, it is scheduled for one fall or two curfew. Introducing in the corner to my right from Cleveland, Ohio, Weighing 235 pounds, the sensational Pete Sanchez. And in the corner to my left, from Houston, Texas, weighing 297 pounds, here he is, ladies and gentlemen, the big cat, Ernie Ladd. There's the big cat, Ernie Ladd, stepping over the top rope. Getting set. So our last match of the afternoon, we've got Pete Sanchez going up against the big cat, Ernie Ladd. Pete Sanchez, red trunks, black boots. Big cat, Ernie Ladd, wearing uh, red trunks, blue boots. He's got that big old uh, ten-gallon hat on. Just a big cat, taking up his waistcoat, complaining of Pete Sanchez being too small. But those uh, very many people that are as big as Ernie Ladd. <laughs> Ernie Ladd, again, complaining to Wee Willy Webber about the size of Pete Sanchez. And he's too small. Ernie Ladd gets down on his knees. Oh, drop kick by Pete Sanchez. Pete Sanchez is fired up, baby. He's fired up. I'm dragged. Take down on Ernie Ladd. Crowd going bananas here for Pete Sanchez. Ernie Ladd getting a... Uh, Piece of a touch of fucking uh, only a, a piece of his own medicine. That's the word. And you're complaining of trunks being pulled. How do you pull trunks in an arm drag? A bit of action. Go Pete, go chant going here in the Hamburger Fieldhouse. And the lad comes running. Arm drag takedown by Pete Sanchez again. 
again complains of uh, trunk pulling. Referee warning him, but Pete Chances is doing nothing wrong here. Still complaining, still doing a lot of complaining to the referee. Potentially just standing there waiting for any lad to make another mistake. Call Libra type. Sanchez pushed in the corner by any lad. Any lad. Oh, goes for a clean break. He goes for attack, but Pete Sanchez escapes. Drop kicks any lad over the top. No, uh, he's, uh, he's sort of wobbling over the ropes. Any lad stuck now in the corner. Pete Sanchez with a big kick to the gut of any lad. Any lad is in trouble. Any lad is down. Pete Sanchez may be small, but he's got fight in him. Oh, big right hand. Any lad goes head fashion at the top turnbuckle. Pete Sanchez, holy moly. Could be upset number one here for Pete Sanchez against Only Lad. Big right hands, big left hands. And again, Pete Sanchez rocking the big cat. Pete Sanchez peppering Only Lad in the corner. Holy moly. Hold on, Only Lad's going into the trunks. Only Lad's going into the trunks. Only Lad's getting something out of his trunks. He's got a foreign object somewhere in that hand. Oh, to the throat of Pete Sanchez. Pete Sanchez down, hurt. Thanks to that foreign object by the big cat. Referee now checking uh, checking Ernie Lad. Checking him. Checking his trunk. Oh, good lord. Just saw his trunks. Holy moly. I'm sure he saw uh, some sort of object. If you wheel, baby. It's muffler. Any lad. Oh, that spike. That thumb spiked into the throat of Pete Sanchez. Referee pushing Ernie Lad back. Pete Sanchez down. Again, this match is going on way too long. Ernie <laughs> Lad doing something in his trunks. I know he's showing uh, the referee his open hand. Showing his, showing his open hand to prove that there's nothing in the hand. And you lad now with Pete Sanchez. Oh, at first in the top turnbuckle. And you lad picks up Sanchez again and head first in the top turnbuckle again. Go Pete, go goes the chant. Pete firing out of the corner. Left, right, left, left, left. Big right hand. Rocks the big cat. Crowd going absolutely bananas here for Pete Sanchez. Pete Sanchez now whips only lad. And oh, big shot down goes only lad. Only lad down and in trouble. Stumped by Pete Sanchez. Stumped by Pete Sanchez. And again, continuing this attack. On Ernie. Oh, headbutt to the gut. Ernie Lad shaking the cobwebs away, shaking that uh, punishment off. Crowd still, go Pete, go, go Pete, go. Ernie Lad, oh, it measures him with a big kick. And again. Ernie Lad picks him up. Big shot to the back of the head. And you know, choking Pete Sanchez over the top rope. Taking that big old leg over the back. And slingshots him off. Big cat stalking his prey. As a big cat would in the jungle. Picks up Sanchez. Oh! Chopped to the throat again. And. Oh! Pete Sanchez blocks. Pete Sanchez blocks. Kick. To Ernie Lad, right, left, right. Oh, left to the gut. 
Right to the head. And the lad's in the corner in trouble. Pete Sanchez now whips him corner. Corner. Oh. Sanchez comes in. Oh, no. Sanchez came running in, but Pete, San uh, but Pete Sanchez ran in at thumb of the big cat. Big cat's going back in his trunks for something. Oh, he's putting it back, I think. Oh, no, he's got it again. Oh, spoke to the throat. Pete Sanchez goes to the outside. Referee now admonishing the count. He's got that, got that uh, thumb taped up and ready, but Sanchez is down and out on the outside. We Willie Webber counts him out. The winner of the match, the big cat, Ernie Ladd. Look at the smile on the face of Ernie Ladd. Referee trying to keep Ernie Ladd off that rope. Ladd wants to go after Pete Sanchez. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, in six minutes and two seconds, Pete Sanchez was counted out outside the ring. And here is the winner, the big cat, Ernie Ladd. Ernie Ladd is victorious. That is it, ladies and gentlemen. We have just watched the 17th of January, 1976 edition of All Star Wrestling. This has been episode three of Hamburg All Stars. Hopefully, you've enjoyed it. If you can, please leave a review on all good podcast suppliers through the Place to Be Wrestling Network. It'd be much appreciated. You can follow us on Twitter slash uh, X slash whatever you want to call it at Memphis Cast, where you get news and updates on this, the Monday Night Project, and the Memphis Continental Wrestling Cast. Um, Again, thank you very much for your continued support. It means a lot. Thank you very much to the fine folk of Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Thank you very much to Antonina Rocker and Vince McMahon. I have been your host, Mr. Luke Jennings. And until next time... Sorry, 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 sorry.